Nafisa. <laughs> yes, Lindsay. <laughs> Do you know that this song is on a Spotify playlist called White People Get Turnt? <laughs> I was at my cousin's barbecue yesterday and they showed me this playlist. They're like, yo, look at this. Because she's like, I don't know what to play. So they played this all night. <laughs> Honestly, it, it so gives good. me major PTSD. <laughs> Why? Because it's just like every single time you go out in Calgary and that song comes on, you see people just lose their fucking shit. It's good though. It plays in the mall, it plays in Superstore. You know you've made it as an artist. Old school homes. (laughs) You know you've made it as an artist when you're like elevator music, grocery store, and the mall. And the nursing home? I don't know. My grandpa was in a Chinese nursing home, so okay. they didn't really experience that. Wait, what? There's a Chinese <laughs> nursing home? Yeah. Don't you have brown nursing homes? I don't know. I thought we just you died find with that our kids. Out. What? <laughs> no? Let's Google It's called that. hospice. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, no. I fully thought that like brown people just, you know, brought their parents over from the homeland, and that was it. You just died with your kids in Canada, no? What? Yeah, but where? <laughs> I don't know. In their spare bedroom. Really? I don't know. I'm going to Google. What you is guys it? have money for hospice care like that? No. You just like set up a hospice in your home? No. With just... like all 40 of you living in one home? Yeah, but we're not really like doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll come and check up on you every now. Honestly, I don't know. My grandparents don't even live with me. I'm talking a lot of shit. What was yours? Chinese? It's called Winky. W-I-N-G. Okay, hang on. K-E-R-I. Indian Nursing Homes. In... Oh, in Calgary, let's see. Oh my no. What? No. There's nothing? There's nothing specific. It just says, like, there's Milrise Seniors Village, Assisted Living Calgary. Like, there's nothing oh, specifically really? to the Browns. Oh my God. Dang. Should we make this a thing? Ooh. I don't know. Honestly, not gonna lie, I probably. Oh, there is one. I wouldn't trust a nursing home full of brown people, run by brown people. Oh, it's not like ran by, like. <clears throat> But like all of the residents, all Asians. Are? No, so like most of the residents are Chinese. So it's like the intention that like they don't speak English. Like they want to eat like Chinese food. Mm. Like most of the staff, like they're bilingual. They speak English or Chinese. Like some of them speak Mandarin and Canto. Yo, you're blowing some of them, my like, mind right now. Aren't even Asian. Like some of them, <coughs> like some of the um, the staff aren't like. Interesting. Yeah, it's not a requirement. I mean, like I'm sure we have something like that, but that's, I've never heard of it. Yeah, that's. Ask your mom. <laughs> I'm gonna, she's going to be like, why are you asking? Do you want to place me in one? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> Thinking about it for the future. <laughs> Saving up, man. It's expensive, though. Like, yeah, Just like man, any like, nursing home or like hospice care. Yo, even getting babysitters for your animals are super expensive. What? Yeah. You don't have friends? I mean, I do. That just house it your babies? No, they do. But I have like three friends. And usually I'm doing things with said three friends. You know what I mean? Oh, so then they can't house it? No, so I, they have to like come to your house and like stay yeah, at your yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And mine's a pandemic baby, so like she gets anxious real quick. That's oh man. Anyways, so um, none of so, us did chasing summers. I see. No. <laughs> I feel like the pandemic has like really changed things for a lot of people. No. Hundred percent. Like in the worst way. Yeah, like people who were weird just came out twenty times weirder. People that weren't they became weird. Yeah. Especially us. Yeah. Like, I remember... Like now we're allowed to stay at home. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember pre-pandemic, you couldn't keep us home to no, save a life. We were so excited to, like, leave. And now I'm like, 
Do you want to go outside? You know. No. And then everyone's like, yo, how are we supposed to meet someone? I'm not going to. I don't want to. We're really going to die alone, aren't we? I'm excited for it, to be honest. Yeah, fair enough. Like, I'm waiting for BTS and, like, people think it's a joke, but it's for real. But now they're on a hiatus. I don't know if that's good or bad for my chances. BTS? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, BTS. Oh, my gosh. Back. Don't I totally even, forgot for a second. Don't even forget that. I'm so sorry. I forgot that's going to be my Funnest chibi brother-in-law. fact about me. <laughs> You're obsessed with BTS? Yeah. Yeah. No regrets, man. <laughs> I had this, um, so one of my coworkers, she's this old Filipino lady. Bro, when I say old, I'm like, how are you still working? You should probably retire. She went to Vegas for four days with one of her other friends who is equally as old to go and fucking watch BTS, bro. Are you kidding I'm me? I'm fucking dead ass. Yo. And she got nosebleed seats. So where did I get binoculars? I'm like, the fuck do you want binoculars for? She's like, I have to go see BTS. And I was like, pardon? Like, I was so confused. I was like, yo, what? Who are you trying to see? And then she showed me who they were, obviously, on, like, YouTube. And you already, died with excitement? I already know who they are. <laughs> but, like, I didn't know that's who she was referring to. And so when she brought it up, I was like, what? I'm like, you're going to Vegas yeah. for a concert she totally of 20 year olds. Them. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, before they do their military service and become old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a thing. And then she's it's like, I'm making a poster. And I was like, bro, you have fucking nosebleed seats. They're not going to see you. She's like, I'm going to try to get down on the floor. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what? I'm like, bro, you're pushing 70. How the fuck are you going to make it down to the floor? And she's like, just trust me. It's going to happen. I was like... Just come back in one piece, man. Oh I need gosh. to cover my shifts. This like. is why there's like bail bonds and like those types of like cash for money like all over Vegas. Because yeah. <laughs> of people like Yeah. And yeah. no regrets. When you're 70, you got to do what you got to do. Okay, wait. So she's 70 mm-hmm. and she's single mm-hmm. and loves BTS. Mm-hmm. Never married, no children, nothing. No. See, that's the life I'm looking for. Like, my parents and like my grandma, especially my grandma, being all like, oh, you need to, like, I'm really Asian and I want grandchildren. Oh I'm like, God. good for you. You already, She already has that. Why does she need more? I couldn't tell you. Honestly, I couldn't tell you. I feel like... I feel like with Asians under such a big, wide umbrella, all of our parents and grandparents had the same, like, MO. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're all just like... Super determined to get us married off to anything that moves and then just like produce children. And I'm like, you guys realize there's more to life, right? Like, yeah, hard on, especially now. Yeah, like we're in our <clears throat> 30s, and I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I remember back in the day, like, I look at things from like back in our 20s, and I'm like, it was such a different life. Like, we didn't have Instagram, no, we didn't have Snapchat, no, we literally had MSN. Yeah. And fucking Facebook. <laughs> and do you remember when we had MSN and anytime our crush would come online, how many times we would go offline, come back online? Keep it offline and just like wait. <laughs> yeah, I would do that. Like we, oh my goodness. For hours, like pulling all nighters. Yeah. I remember the time when MSN had that thing where like you pressed something on your keyboard. I can't remember what it was. I think it was a control something. And like it would minimize everything on MSN and make it into like this weird like icon that like your parents would not be able to tell was an MSN thing. Yeah. It just, like, it, like, switched from their logo into this, like, weird little, like, box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, like, looked like one of the computer applications. And then if you clicked on it, you had to put in a password. Yeah. I was like, bro, like, y'all taught us that would be so sketchy for no (laughs) reason. We were doing nothing on MSN. There was literally nothing you could do on MSN 
that could get you I mean there was a couple things you could do but like this generation of dating like I just I can't but that's how it started like the online like dating it's through MSN and like Nexopia do you remember Nexopia <sighs> good old Nexopia <laughs> I don't even know what was on there or what it was or what it yeah. said but I think it was my, my username or some shit and I'm like so, oh, so expectations of like brown married with children is there like the expectation of having a certain amount of children like what about your culture is you need children because for asians it's like money honestly prosperity you need to pump out boys to make money and leave a legacy wait you guys have the thing about boys too yeah nobody wants a girl what the fuck you can only do prostitution with girls girls can't do anything yeah no no so for like east indians like it's a very large umbrella i guess um and so like east indians can be anything and everything it can be like the punjabi culture the muslim culture the hindu culture bengali sri lankans all of that like it's a very wide spectrum but um from what i know growing up and like what i've heard and seen and like just never dug too deep because like it was very traumatic growing up brown realistically hence the podcast name um but it was always just like they all wanted a son they were like the firstborn has to be a son someone it's always the first it's always the first i don't know why like i don't know any like i don't think it's like that now i could totally be wrong because there are some people even in our generation who are hella fucking traditional and it's wild it actually boggles my mind but i know like in our old like in the old past generations like our grandparents and like their parents and even our own parents i believe their generations and forward we're all like the firstborn has to be a son and when you ask them a lot of them are like oh just because like we need a protector of the house and we need this and we need that but like realistically for them it's like they want their firstborn to be a son so that someone is going to be able to carry on like their legacy and their name and so on and so forth and mm-hmm. so like a lot of times it's like asians too yeah so a lot of times like having a daughter first like you'll hear the mother-in-law being like oh like you bought bad luck into our home when realistically in majority of indian cultures women are actually like god's gift to earth like it's any religion you look at like for hindus they call the daughters lakshmi right um for the Punjabi culture like Sikhs I believe they call their daughters like um like their middle names will be Gore and Gore basically means um princess I'm gonna double check that um and like for us like for for Muslims like when you have a daughter like that's literally your portal from heaven to earth right also too it's the male sperm that dictates the gender of the child so how is that I guess people didn't know it back then but like also too how is that the woman's fault like the mother's fault like that doesn't make any sense yeah like there's been like a lot of times so i think gore means princess if i'm not mistaken and Mm -hmm. sing means king or prince i think king i can't remember i'd have to double check all of this but basically it's within that same realm right so like for us like when you have a daughter it's like your daughter's bringing good luck she's bringing good fortune like you know she's gonna you know take care of you and so on and so forth but our cultures are so backwards that they're like no we have to have a boy we have to have a boy when they don't realize that your son is going to be the first one to drop your ass when he falls in love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas your daughter is your daughter for the rest of her life. But I don't know who it was and why it was, but someone somewhere along the road was like, no, boys are better than girls. Not real- necessarily better, but like more valuable. Yeah, definitely more valuable. Mm-hmm. But like Islamically, women have been put on the highest pedestal, both religiously and culturally. But again... There was a man somewhere along the road who got his ego hurt and was like, no, women are trash. We are better. They are not. 
let's do x y and z to them like you know what i mean so like when you really dig deep into our religion especially islam even sikhism honestly and hinduism like they speak so highly of women and like they praise everything about them from like the, their looks to their personalities to their brains the way they carry themselves to how they run a home and all of that fun stuff but culture and society mainly society has minimized that for women because some man decided to get his ego hurt and was like Meh, i need to be better than her like in saudi for some reason is it saudi i'm pretty sure it's saudi women can't drive because men are like no we don't want them to drive what the fuck but in Islam, it's literally like, yo, women have the utmost respect. Like they should have the utmost respect and they are allowed to do anything and everything that they want. Like, I mean, obviously there's limits with that when I say anything and everything, but like scholarly, like if a girl, the very first, I think Muslim to graduate a university was a female. The very first oh, really? CEO that was a female was a Muslim. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just like, Females have done so much, but again, a man's ego is so fucking fragile that we are looked down upon, whereas a man is like, oh, we're praised for doing nothing. Like, what? Like, other than giving you, other than giving us your sperm, what does a man do to this world? Nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking useless, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, yeah, it's crazy. I didn't know it was like, I knew, I kind of knew it was like that for, for um, the Asian culture too. Like East, East Asians? I guess East Asians? Yeah. Yeah, like mm -hmm. I didn't, I thought, I like, I have heard of it, but I didn't know it was to the exact same degree that it is for Indian people. I feel like most, like, cultures are like that too, like, even, like, Greek and Italian, mm -hmm. like, things like, like, more Caucasian cultures too, like, mm -hmm. more middle Mediterranean. I think it's like that, like, all across the board. But, yeah, like, where did this come from? Especially, like, yeah, like, I liked how you mentioned the different religions and how women are seen to be, like, a larger-than-life mm -hmm. aspect, but in real life, it's not like that. Mm-mm. And, like, I don't know much about, like, where your religion comes from and things like that, but, like, your followers that do follow the religion, like, are hard into it. And, like, they mm -hmm. believe it and they live it and they love it and it's their lives. And then all of a sudden it's, like, backwards in <laughs> real life, mm -hmm. which doesn't make any sense. No, and it's crazy. In Islam, it's, like, you literally come from a woman. You know what I mean? Like, she is your portal from heaven and earth. You know what I mean? Like, a man's mm -hmm. not going to give birth. I mean, I know they're trying, but, like, that's <laughs> absurd. Trying. They can't even try. Like, they can't even handle getting the flu. You think they're yeah. going to handle labor? <laughs> LOL. Like, COVID. Literally. Oh, God. All the Pams call my mom. <laughs> but, no, yeah. it's, um... Like, I definitely, like, I appreciate everything that, like, every, like, important and, like, kind man in my life has done and continues to do. But mm -hmm. it's just, yeah, it's, like, a different aspect and, like, different way of thinking. And it's not that, like, women are better but it's just like like things should be recognized in a different way and it's not necessarily like gender focused but like it should just be like people are people like mm -hmm. both genders bring value to the world in different ways oh 100 percent. right like, we're not saying that like men aren't no but it's valuable. just like how like society like portrays everything right yeah like That's obviously we need kind of men like. But we also need women too. Like the world's not going to go around without either or. Mm -hmm. But also there's a lot of men that are doing such terrible things nowadays that you're just like, do we really need you? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. I remember I was on Instagram and I was reading something where someone had asked, they were like, if there was no men on this earth for 24 hours, what would you guys, like, what would you ladies do? Like, leave it in the comments. 
and it was just Relax, such like because the world would be clean <laughs> yeah and it was literally just such like basic things there were like girls who were just like oh go for a walk at night with my headphones in or go for a bike ride at night walk along the sidewalk mm-hmm. and not have to constantly check my surroundings and I'm like yo that's so fucked up and it's just like when a guy reads that, oh, you're being dramatic, but we're not being dramatic. Especially like, here in Canada where, like, you should be safe. Or, like, even, like, downtown, like... All of these <laughs> random attacks everywhere. that are happening in downtown Calgary, I'm like, yo. Did we, like, move to, like, Miami? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. What is happening? It's weird. But, um, no, like, it's, um, it's crazy the dynamics of, like, men and women. And, like, I have... Look, I know a family who has three daughters... And they, obviously being East Indian, were like, like, that was frowned upon. Because like I said, our parents' generation, like, not having a son was a big ordeal. And so they had their three daughters. And from my understanding is they gave one of the daughters away to the sister, like the mom's sister, I think. So, like, basically her aunt raised her in hopes of them having a boy. And obviously they did have a boy afterwards. But, like, you gave away your child to better up your chances of having a son later on because you were that desperate to have a son and it's like what is it that your son was going to do that your daughters couldn't have done for you and just the scientific like logic like what yeah and i'm like how (laughs) how does environment change ovaries and yeah but like that's like culturally like society is like oh yeah if you have so many girls you just give one away and god's gonna bless you with the boy like uh, how does that make who like it's not like cows like yeah you can't just like pawn your children off and be like yo I'll take you back later yeah. and like just imagine how traumatic that must have been growing up to be like my parents fucking gave me away so I could have a little and brother too, it's like how like how did they choose between us yeah why did they choose me why me and not the older one yeah or and why not too, the middle it's one like, did was it a better thing for her to be chosen and live with the aunt and given a luxury life a more luxury lifestyle mm-hmm. because like I guess, like, the aunt didn't want her. Did they want her? I don't know. But it's also, too, it's, like, a gift in a different way, right? So many questions, and it's wild. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, no, the the cultural pressures, I guess, of being married and having children is 10 out of 10. And I feel like we're feeling So, in your culture, (laughs) like, especially, like, for your parents, because you're you're first-generation immigrant, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So then, at what age, I guess, like, are you supposed to, like, be wifed up in a house? Oh, I'm basically like a geriatric <laughs> at yeah, this point. Like, yeah. like I remember my grandma at I think 21. She's like, "You're basically fucking dead now." And I was like, "What?" She's oh, like, wait. "No one's gonna watch you. You're, you're fucking useless." I was like, "What? I'm 21." Hold up, hold up. So like, when your parents moved here, and I guess like they didn't know Canada and like the culture here. So like, what, like after high school, everyone goes to university, college to get mm-hmm. a degree or like to start their life. So then, did they know that coming over? Because obviously, like, that's a thing, like, where you guys are from. Mm-hmm. So so how is that expectation, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? So, like, how are you supposed to make the time to, like, go to school, start your life, get a career, and then also to, like, get a husband and, like, children as well? Yeah. And then, like, find a house in someone's pocket. pocket. We don't have money. No. <laughs> Barely can afford mac and cheese these days. Right. Um, well, see, the thing is, it's like, both my parents were born back home. Um, and then my dad was raised in New Zealand. I think after 15 and then my mom at the age of three had moved to London England and so she was raised there so she kind of grew up a little bit more culturally progressive um so like she was very aware of like what happens after high school you do university get a degree and so on and so forth whereas my dad even though <clears throat> he spent majority of his life in New Zealand still very backwards and so growing up 
I remember even just going to high school, my dad was like, where the fuck are you going? Like, is this a fashion show or you going to fucking school? But like, we live in Canada. So technically it was a fashion show. You couldn't go to high school looking like a bum. No. Otherwise you're fucking bullied for it. And yeah. as if we didn't get bullied enough just being Asian of any sort, you know what I mean? Um, so like that already was annoying my dad a lot. And then it was just like, okay, like you have to get good grades. And then like, what are you going to do for post-secondary? Like all of those pressures were there but dating was fully off the table so there was no dating allowed until after you got a degree and then after you got a degree they were like all right cool like find a husband get me where the fuck did you want me to find a husband from like I wasn't allowed to date mind you my mom being a little bit more progressive than my dad like you know like I dabbled but like I didn't have a serious relationship until after high school because I was so focused on school but I could tell my mom anything and everything, whereas my dad, like, I'm in my 30s, and I still don't tell the man that I'm seeing anybody, because I'm like, there's literally no point, because the second I tell my dad I'm seeing someone, he's like, all right, cool, so we're getting married or not? Like, I'm like, no, mm-hmm. and chill. Whereas I could tell my mom, my mom, like, yeah, like, you know, I'm talking to a guy, and da 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 and then two weeks later, I'd be like, never mind, bad idea. But with my dad, he's just like, what do you mean you have to date around? Like, you just marry someone and figure it out. Whereas my mom's like, God, no. But they're not an arranged marriage. So technically, yes. So my grandma actually came and asked for my mom's hand, like when my mom was like 14. And my mom said no. And then she married somebody else. (laughs) And then my mom and dad got married in their 30s. So I believe my mom was like 33 or something like that. My dad was like 34, 35. Um, So technically they were arranged and then they had gone their separate ways and then they found their way back to each other. Um, So they are love marriage I guess, at the end of it. Um, But again, like, my dad has double standards, right? So he's like, no, we're going to find you someone. But now he's like, find whoever the fuck you want. Like, I don't care what he does. I don't care what he looks like. I don't care who he is. As long as he has a good head on his shoulders and he financially can take care of you, I don't care. So I want to know the conversation, I guess you don't know, but, like, between him and your mom that made him change his mind about that. I don't even think it was a conversation between him and my mom. I think it was a conversation that I had with them. Oh, really? Yeah, so I... Oh, both of them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure... I am the black sheep of my family and I rebelled to the most extreme ways of rebelling. Like I was the first kid. Ah. That's me. (laughs) I was the first kid in my family to be like, dad, you're going to take me clubbing. And he was like, pardon. I'm like, you're dropping me and my girlfriend to the club. And then I'm going to call you and you're going to pick us up and drive us back home. And he was like, the fuck? And like, I did this when my dad was having boys night. So like all my uncles and my older guy cousins are at my dad's or at my parents' house. And they're like shooting the shit. And I just get ready with my girlfriend. I come upstairs. I'm like, yeah, dad, take us to downtown. And they're like, what? What do you mean downtown? It's fucking 1130 at night. Where are you going? My dad's like, taking them to the club. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, I kind of also- Do you want a husband or not? Yeah, I was like, yo, you guys want a fucking son-in-law, a wedding, anything? Um, So I feel like I definitely pushed the boundaries with my parents and I gave them no choice. And like, growing up brown, like, you weren't allowed to do school dances. Fuck if you were allowed to do group projects. You weren't allowed to sleep over at your friend's house. Like, school ended at 3.30, your ass should have been home at 3.45 because they fucking call home to be like, where are you? Because God forbid any of us owned a cell phone. Um, Boys, no bueno. That's why we talked about this whole MSN and like, just making, turning, yeah. That was like a no thing, like, God forbid. Um, And when they did give us cell phones, it was like, they checked everything. You know what I mean? So it was like, our strict parents somehow have then raised very rebellious children. 
because we had strict parents we had to find ways around it you know what I mean and it's like it was crazy so I remember having a conversation with my dad about going out and I was like listen I can do what all the other girls in our family is doing and I could tell you I'm going to so-and-so's house and that I fell asleep there and that I'll see you in the morning or I could straight up fucking tell you I'm going to the club and then come home safe because I was like there's nothing worse for brown parents than someone else's mom and dad coming to them and be like oh my God, I saw your daughter at the club with a boy. Or, oh my God, I saw your daughter mm. at the mall in broad daylight with a boy. So there was nothing worse for Indian parents to have to hear about their kids from someone else. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. we had this thing where it was like, oh, my kid is better than your kid. But we never actually talked about it like that. But like, it was a thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I remember having this conversation with my dad in high school. And I was like, listen, either I can tell you where I'm going and who I'm with. And be or you honest can, And be honest it. about it and mm-hmm. piss you off. Or you can find out from someone else and have them twist the tail like what would be better for you to look so and so in the face and be like yeah I know my daughter is thank you or hear whatever elaborate story they've made up on their own and my mom was like she's got a fucking point and my dad with his ego was like especially with her growing up in Europe and yeah like being in the UK and yeah. Everything. yeah and having a very and very strict mom yeah. yeah like my grandma was like friends what are those no like and my mom grew up a tomboy she's uh, the only daughter of four three brothers oh really yeah so my mom grew up a full tomboy and so she understood my struggle and so whatever my grandma didn't give my mom, my mom gave me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I had the freedom to do whatever I want. I had the freedom to live the way I wanted to live and dress the way I wanted to dress. But my dad, super old school, even now, absolutely not happening. So that conversation definitely struck a nerve with my dad and he was like, alright, cool. Like, you're on to something. And so that changed the dynamic for me fully and then I bought home my very first boyfriend still never told him that was my boyfriend just said I was a good friend obviously he's not stupid but we could never be in the house alone mm-hmm. ever obviously mm-hmm. god forbid everything we did was in front of our family um but like I would tell my dad like oh dad like I'm going out with him we're going to the mall okay he didn't like it but he'd rather hear it from me because obviously an uncle saw us driving came and told my dad and my dad's like yeah I know And there's nothing more satisfying than watching someone's fucking blood drain from their face when your dad goes, yeah, I know. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, as I got older, I think my parents saw me go through shitty relationships because I started being honest with them and telling them who I was dating, what I was doing. Um, So my dad saw me go through some shitty, shitty ass relationships. And then I think my mom just kind of was just like, let her do her own thing. Like, we live in Canada. This is a different time. We can't find her someone because, God forbid, like, shit goes south and, like, she gets divorced and it's abusive or whatever. Like, we don't want our kid to fucking hate us for the rest of her life. So let her... Yeah, like, how many, like, relationships end up like that? Like, arranged marriages? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, imagine getting your... Forcing your daughter or son to marry somebody. Yeah. And then it turning out to be, like... Like, your parents are literally at fault and they know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think my mom just kind of had that conversation. Because like I said, she's more progressive than my dad. So I think she just had a conversation with him and said, like, we're just going to let her do her own thing. But that still has not stopped my father for the past God knows how many years to be like, so, did you find someone yet? Have you found someone yet? And I'm going to give me grandkids. I just want grandkids. And it's the worst because he doesn't just guilt me with, I'm getting old. He's going to be like, he literally hits me with the one liner where he's like, I'm going to die soon. Don't you think I should see my grandchildren before I die? Bro, please. Like, this, there's no kids coming from this body. I don't want children. My, my brothers are in BC. Yeah, like, go talk to them. Leave me alone. And then now I have a cat. So I was like, here, you want a grandkid? Here. And he's like, I want something that I can talk to. And I was like, oh, she'll talk back. Don't you worry. Is it the same thing for 
the Chinese culture? Um, I believe so, yes. But also, too, like, I'm different because I'm second-generation Canadian. Oh. Mm-hmm. So your parents were born here? Yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. So did that make it easier or harder? I think <laughs> I'm going to say easier because, like, again, like, they knew it. They can't control me. Like, <laughs> I'm just, like, on another level. But, um, yeah, so, like, the whole, like, party aspect, too, it's, like, I was always, like, like, my same thing. Like, I was, like, closer with my mom. And, like, growing up, like, we all, all of our friends lived around the block or, like, in the same, within 10 minutes away, like, same neighborhoods. And, like, how we would do the club is, like, every Friday night or, like, every weekend, like, we'd take turns, like, hosting. Mm-hmm. So, like, one week would be, like, all the girls are at my house. And the next week, like, every, we're at Shereya's. Another week, like, we're at Morgan's or, mm-hmm. like, whatever. And then, like, whoever was hosting, like, their moms would, like, pack us up in the van, <laughs> drop us off, <laughs> pick us up again. <laughs> I think our moms liked it, though, because it's, like, they all had each other's numbers. We all mm. knew where we lived. Like, if shit went south, they'd be, like, they'd know where to get us or, like, mm. who's at whose house. Like, it was very hard. Like, when we started seeing boys, it was very hard to, like, sneak around sneak around because they totally knew. It's, like, oh, like, we're at Morgan's tonight. Just kidding. Like, Sharia's with over here, mm-hmm. like, with someone else. But she told... And then, like, her mom would call, like, Morgan's mom and be, like, where's Sharia? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Sharia didn't come out tonight. Like, w- I thought she was sick or something. Like, just things like that. And then it got really fucked. <laughs> See? You cannot do that with brown parents. Yeah. Like, I remember my parents would ask. But my friends like- were also white. I mm. never had Asian friends. And, like, I did when I moved to grade nine because mm-hmm. I moved to a separate junior high school. But after that, like, I never had Asian friends. Mm. Yeah, I was I raised white. I had, I started having brown friends in high school, but elementary, I don't even know who the fuck I hung out with in elementary, that was very far. Any color. Literally, <laughs> anything that was like, do you want to go play in the playground? Okay. Like, yeah. share my snacks? Okay. But also, um, too, it's hard, like, especially in elementary, because we're the only, like, colored person in our class, or yeah. there's, like, one other person, and they're a boy. It's like, as a girl, like, you don't want to be friends with a boy. No, boys and, have like, cooties, what the fuck? Three. Yeah, they like get your sock feet away from me you know i know they're buggers <laughs> that they would just eat voluntarily in class like, yeah on the carpet <laughs> disgusting so you just have to like gravitate to whoever like which white girls yeah you can get and the basically. white girls were so mean yeah because I, I like, like my they had elementary like, experience was worse in high school 100 percent uh no God, really no. high school way worse elementary. no high school is not it <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna really trying to think. I don't think I really fit in anywhere growing up, really. Do you still feel the same now? Or is it even worse now that you're through? Oh, it's even worse now, I feel. Yeah. Especially with COVID and everyone's like, I have anxiety and I can't do things and I don't want to do things. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. People are discovering all these problems about themselves and the, their lives, but like they're not like doing anything to fix them. No, not at all. And like people have just become so fucking mean. The entitlement to be mean. Oh in my public. god, yeah. Like, I don't know if it's this whole Gen Z era that's like fucking ruined it for everybody oh or gosh, what, but like. We started about Gen Z. <laughs> like, this is the most fucking opinionated yet sensitive generation on Literally. this planet. I'm like, how is it that you can cuss people out, but if someone cusses you out, you start to fucking cry? And then, like, tell people you're gonna kill yourself. And yeah. And then one happens, and now everyone's arrested. Yeah, and I'm like, what like oh my god i remember this friend confronting her literally just confronting her and i was like hey like this is how you fucking made me feel 
xyz dead ass she's like i feel really attacked right now I'm like bitch shut the fuck up good like, it's an animal kingdom man and i'm like <laughs> i'm just trying to tell you where i feel like shit went south and your only response is i feel attacked yeah and how like, about that's... you grow a fucking pair of balls and talk to me about the situation at hand and we can solve it instead i feel attacked grow up so the thing i can't stand either is like just like having to just be nice to everyone just to be nice it's like i don't want to be nice you don't need to be nice that's why i love You're the european nice culture <laughs> i remember when i went to europe and no one there is fucking fake about shit mm -hmm. like i was in paris and i was like it's so beautiful yeah not only is it beautiful <laughs> but these people are straight the fuck up like they yeah. work when they want to work they it. sleep when they want to sleep like you're lucky if a store is open but like no one lies when you're like oh like here and you're like oh hey how are you people are like oh i'm cut thanks but like clearly obviously mm -hmm. not but in europe if you're like oh hey how are you they're like fucking terrible and no one is alarmed they're like no. mm, i feel that and they all move on with their days. Have some croquettes um, and sangria. Spotify, white people getting turned. Hey, so before we sign off, we just wanted to say thank you to all three of you who tuned into our podcast. Uh, Growing Up Brown is a podcast where we will be able to talk about many different things, diversity, trauma, shooting the shit, and you know, just whatever and whenever. Um, we want to keep it light but we also want to tackle some very serious conversations and or topics so please let us know how you think we did our instagram is growing up brown podcast please be nice if you think we suck and if you think we're annoying like we know we're annoying but like you don't gotta tell us so remember what gen z does <laughs> anyways have a good night thank you and see you guys later